the moms. I love you moms out there. You guys, you raise wonderful kids. But if your kids are in ski school or something, and we are in a town of 40,000 people, there are Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, hotel lobbies, way more comfortable than my chalet, my base lodge, and that hard plastic piece of shit chair that you're sitting on. Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. Kaufman, Wintry Mix, episode 89. We find ourselves at volume two of writing the voicemail until the end of the plague because dodging other people in the grocery store is not a lifestyle. The dozen or so callers in this episode were able to call a phone number Wild, right? But they did it. You could do it too. I mean, maybe. Might be too hard for you. 802-560-5003. Something you dig and something you don't. And it doesn't have to be about skiing or COVID. It just has to matter to you. Once we get 10 freshies, I'll drop volume three for you. It goes straight to the voicemail. It's not like I'm answering it first. Cake. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Wintry Mixcast for America's strangest powder skiing because Denver requires compromises and questionable parenting. Twitter is at Wintry Mixcast, mostly for jokes and reminders of what the voicemail number is. 802-560-5003. My email is alex at wintrymixcast.com if you want to say hello or to send in a voice note instead of calling the voicemail. Five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts are the best. 260 or so of you have done your jobs. The rest of you, you'll just be one day older when you do. Our glance into the archive will notice 73 when Marquette Backcountry was sued by Backcountry, 80 about ski town crime, 81 arguing about chicken tenders with podcasters at SIA, and 67 with Alex and Hans from Waterbury, Vermont, who I have dared to call in, but so far remain elusive. One more, 41 with Chris Diamond, the former president of Steamboat. If you dig the call-ins, then catch 88 as well, which was our opening salvo. One more nugget. I'm going to burrow the Bojo's Pizza and 10 Barrel Brewing Hype sections into this episode, so that means we get to hop right in. Dropping. Hey, what's up, AK? It's Matt calling from Massachusetts, New England, hardcore East Coast skier. Okay, weekend warrior. That's a little more accurate. Some I don't dig this year is trying to schlep my four kids and my wife up to the mountains, no lodge. Uh, it's hard to boot up in the car with so many people. It might be too cold out. I know there's some hardcore Green Mountain and White Mountain guys and gals that are going to say that's how we've always done it, but that's not me anymore. Uh, four kids trying to get them out there, uh, ages 10 and younger. It's, uh, it's pretty difficult. So something I do dig is the new mini school bus that I've purchased. Ripped out the seats in the back, threw down a rug, building out a bench, fold down table, 
good heating system, plenty of room for our mobile base lodge. So pandemic sucks, but maybe the bus has unlocked something for us. A couple weekends down so far, it's working out great. Thanks for the podcast. Love the stuff. Keep up the good work. Okay, two things. Matt, please send me a photo of you and the crew and the bus at a ski area. Uh, I always lack decent promotional content for the episodes because I don't work at a shop and I'm not interviewing pro skiers, so I kind of got nothing good, so I'd love a picture of you guys in the bus. Second, a lot of you callers still want to talk about COVID and skiing. That's not required. You can call in and talk about whatever you want. Reminder. Hey, Alex. It's Cole here from Castle Mountain Resort in the beautiful Canadian Rockies. I was just listening to your podcast yesterday about the love-hate request, and so I've got some for you. I want to say that on behalf, I think, of everyone in the ski industry, we absolutely love the support of all of our guests, Um, all those who have... um, gone out of their way to exclaim their gratitude uh, for all the preparations that have gone into this season and for all the safety protocols that are in place. And uh, that is legitimately what keeps us going. I, I need to be real. I think most of us in the industry were probably at burnout before the doors even opened with all the planning and replanning and replanning, reacting to change, ever-changing um, medical officer protocols or provincial or state protocols that that we needed to have in place. So that's been huge. Just the amount of gratitude that we've received uh, is really what keeps us going. So keep it coming, folks, because there's a lot of season left to go. Um, what I hate, when people are dicks, and I just don't understand why you come to a generally happy place like a ski resort that, that's an escape for so many and want to be rude and dismissive and sometimes aggressive about some of the basic policies like wearing a face covering and staying two meters from people or six feet if you're in the U.S. Um, I just can't fathom that. I know there's a lot of people out there that could just use a from a human being rather than a sign when they enter a lift line or a queue. But um, if you're listening and you've had a negative interaction with someone at a ski resort, a ski resort employee, and uh, maybe you weren't at your best at that time, I think you really need to check yourself. And uh, just remember everything that went into getting us to where we are today where we're actually operating and where it seems like we're going to be able to continue to operate. We really need your cooperation and uh, just kind of check yourself, check your ego at the door of your vehicle before you even walk into the premises or into a lift line. Uh, We don't need it. We don't want it. And, um, you know, you're going to be a happier individual if you're just not in that state of mind. Cole, don't worry, you're not alone. A few callers this week got cut off by the three-minute hard stop on the Google voicemail box. Boy, I must have been in rant territory there since uh, since your voicemail cut me off. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. Anyway, 
Cole again. I just thought I'd uh, say goodbye properly. And uh, thanks for doing what you're doing, Alex. Um, you know, all of us in the industry are really, uh, really proud of what we've accomplished so far and, and all the collaboration. And uh, we hope to keep it going for everybody. And Cole is actually a throwback to episode 10, which was an interview with a couple folks helping to run Marble Mountain out in Newfoundland. So if you want to go way into the Wayback Machine, you can hear from Cole a little bit more back when he was on the Eastern Atlantic Canada side of things. Hey, Alex. Jim O'Leary calling from Troy, New York, where it's currently snowing. I just want to put an idea out in the universe and see what your listeners make of it. What if the pandemic-induced shortage of splitboard bindings leads people to experiment with hard booting. How will we explain that to our children? I'll take my answer off the air. Jim, I have no friggin' idea, but I did spend one season as a hard booter riding a brand called a Hooger Booger in uh, 1997, I think. Thankfully, before smartphones, there are no photographs. Hey, Alex, this is Nadine from Golden, and a little bit of a rant. I'm just wondering why anyone asks for an opinion on a Facebook ski group. I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed to get passionate and equal and opposite answers to everything, like, where's this GoPro from? People are like, don't give up your stash, bro. You suck. Others are like, don't gatekeep. You suck. Can I go into the backcountry without any training? No way. You suck. You're such a risk to everyone. Die. No, yeah, come with me. Keep it low angle. Keep it low angle. Everyone else sucks. How are the conditions? Some people are like, they suck. Others are like, suck it. Very <laughs> answers. Uh, there's, they're awesome. You just have to know where to go. How's the traffic? Well, that sucks too. Move back to where you're from. Oh, stop sucking. It's fine. You just need to know when to leave. Anyone see XYZ? No, it's super dangerous. Spring line only. You suck. You suck. Just because your knowledge and risk tolerance doesn't match others, don't judge. So I'm just wondering why they don't just turn the comments off. And that is my little gripe. Hope you have a good one. Nadine identifying a symptom of a disease, the disease being that the Internet has broken the species. Adam Jabber uh, calling in again here. Uh, I liked it. I like this format, by the way. Um, that's not my thing that I like. I'll tell you that in a minute. Um, I absolutely... I absolutely hate, I hate when people don't know how to figure out anything by themselves. Like, people do not take any accountability for their own gear ever, okay? Not everybody, I guess. But most people, dude, like, I feel like just have no clue, like, have no interest in learning about their gear, no interest in personal safety. They just want to click in and go. And I, I don't respect that. I don't respect the idea of it. I don't respect any part about it. It's a stupid thing, and that needs to be fixed. Like, people need to educate themselves before they go skiing, especially in the backcountry, like, or touring in general. Like, people are – anyway, um, the thing I like is, uh, dude, we don't, have, uh, we don't have an orange guy for president anymore. That's very cool, and I'm very into that. Uh, I'm very excited for, uh, for what's to come. I mean, that's like, that was a total mood changer. Like, I'm just like working on bindings all day and talking about bindings all day. Uh, and skis, I guess too, but like really, I'll tell you bindings, I feel like. Uh, but anyway, 
that's the highlight of my day, probably the highlight of my week. And I skied pal this morning uh, in New England, not saying where, but it was sick, and I highly recommend. Um, so go skiing, and uh, and thanks for doing this. This is cool. I like. I really. I listened to the last one finally, like fully, and it's. Uh, I like it. This is sick. Keep doing this. All right. Bye. All right. I merely tolerate most other ski podcasters, but something about that Adam guy just puts a smile on my face every single time I hear his voice or see his face. Uh, I mean, probably because I spent years shop ratting. So most of his shop rat content is highly relatable, but just keep going Adam, Never stop. What's up, AK? It's your friend. I am the identity removing leprechaun. Myself and countless other brilliant marketers lost their job weeks before the busiest time of the year for ski resort season. Centralizing was the buzzword. Well, we're about just one month past the mark of the reorg. I'm hearing the struggles. We're all watching the social fallout. I mean, removing the season voice from each resort, putting a junior staff member in charge of all outbound communications with little support, it's been brutal to watch almost as brutal as the behavior of the guests, which is probably for another voicemail topic. I mean, what a fucking mess. Can I say fuck? (laughs) Well, I said it twice. Anyway, it's going to take a long time for these beautiful resorts that we call home to regain their unique voice, if ever. But maybe no one cares. But actually, the guests really care. I mean, we worked so hard on maintaining presence and figuring out exactly who we were, who our loyal guests are, and what they liked. I don't know. Good luck, you guys. Anyway, at least I got to keep my big box door ski pass with reservations required. Have a great day. Thanks for the platform. Bye. All right. Having lived through my share of reorganizations uh, in the corporate ski world, I can totally commiserate with the brutality of watching the voice and messaging and credibility of a resort or resorts that you have built over time be thrown kind of down the drain and then handed to somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. It hurts to watch. It usually results in angry customers. But um, Vail Resorts seems to have um, come up with the equation that it doesn't matter. And maybe they're right that the customers, because of where they live and the skiing that these resorts provide, they've got them where they want them. And this is a cost that they can cut with temporary and limited impacts that kind of seem bigger than they are. I don't know. It really does hurt to watch. Uh, Hunter Mountain went through some stuff where they had some COVID impacts and their communications around them were very weird and odd and obviously not by people who ski. Uh, But, you know, that storm passes. So when you're selling the mega product, um, Maybe you can cut out all of the human voice from your service because people will still buy the product. I don't know. Seems to me that's their wager. It definitely sucks for all the people doing the work that I used to do that meant a lot to me and it means a lot to them. 
and to be determined. Thomas, Western Colorado, something I dig is that we're going to have an administration today that's already put an emphasis on protecting wild lands and lands of indigenous people and protecting the environment. Something I don't dig is now that it's finally going to snow here, it's having to pick where resort you want to go to before, you know, days before it actually starts snowing. The pandemic is really, really messing everything up, you know, not just from a team standpoint, but, you know, I just not stoked on having to pick which resort I want to go to, you know, before, uh, before the snow even flies. Uh, anyway, that's something I dig and something I don't dig. Have a happy Wednesday, everybody. Hi, I'm Allie Bear. <laughs> so we opened uh, April 1st, 1973. Well, in other words, Dad bought it and opened it then. Um, he bought it from a couple named Bo and Joanne, hence their name Bojos. He had a little car. I can't remember what kind of car it was, but it was just a two-seater. And he'd drive all the way down to Denver, fill it up with 50-pound bags of flour, you know, as full as he could get it, and drive all the way back up and unload it. And that was... That was his food service. I mean, he did it all, and, you know, if you're not working 80 hours a week, you're not working. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Visit Bojo's locations in Idaho Springs, Arvada, Evergreen, Longmont, Fort Collins, and Steamboat. Hey, Kate, Fisher. So, uh, I got cut off on the last one, so I'm going to try to be quicker. Uh, I'm in the middle of Christmas week. It's uh, December 30th, and I'm on my way to actually pick up my wife and kids. Um, from the frozen tundra of Green Bay uh, while, after they visited their, uh, my in-laws. But uh, got to listen to 88. Nice little uh, episode there. Love to hear from some friends uh, on, on air all the time. And, uh, you know, Christmas week for us has been busy. I and mean, we're here in Wisconsin, and, and it's, it's, been, um, it's been busy, you know, we don't have a lot of natural snow. We've very little. We just got three inches last night, but it's been at least cold for us, and we've been able to make snow. And we're busy this week. Um, we sold out today for the first time ever. A that sell out and and ski lift tickets. That's just they don't go together. It's just weird. Um, but uh, for the most part, things that I love uh, so far about this season: no bags and chalets, base lodges. It makes the experience so much better. I know for a lot of resorts. Challenging because cars are so far away, but for us, little independent resorts, um, the parking lot is, is five minute walk and it makes it so much nicer. This is going to stick, hopefully, for us because uh, I think guests realize that. Um, also, guests have been great. You know, they're awesome coming in, sitting down, eating, and then you help them kind of get. You know, they, they're finishing up. You go over and, hey, can I take your tray for you? And they're, they're gracious, and they, and they kind of hits them off and get out, you know. It's kind of our way of, of asking them nicely to leave, but it, it, it works, and, and they're gracious because you're helping remove their trash so they don't have to deal with that. Um, the only people that have been troublesome, the moms. And I love you moms out there. You guys, you raise wonderful kids, but if your kids are in ski school or something, and we are in a town of 40,000 people. There are Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, hotel 
lobbies, way more comfortable than my chalet, my base lodge, and that hard plastic piece of shit chair that you're sitting on. Go somewhere else because you're taking up a table and there's a lot of other people that want to eat. So, please. And for that woman who left a one-star review on Yelp, thanks for that. On It's Yelp. Nobody goes to Yelp to go to a ski resort. So, seriously, thank you. Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, let's get 2020 out of here and welcome 2021. And Rogi, let's go Mets, buddy. Bye. Fisher did two things right here. He tried again on his voicemail because he didn't like the first one and he got cut off. So he just did another one and I used the second one. And he called in a few weeks later, closer to publishing time, for an update. Yo, AK, it's Fisher again. It's like a month later um, since I last called. But uh, I I do want to give props to guests out there because as our season has progressed, they seem to get it. They seem to get the understanding that they can't park in the base lodge, that they have to wear their masks above their nose, and that we're going to call them out every single time. And it's been working. And I, I have faith in the fact that People want to generally have a good time, and they understand that things are good. Um, I also uh, got a PS4, and now I'm learning how to play Spider-Man, which is a lot of fun. So, uh, Go Mets. Bye. I don't know what the deal is with these Mets, but we got three calls from New York, so let's bang them out. AK, this is Lucas calling from Hillsdale, New York. I've called in before on a bit of a rant about Catamount, my local ski hill, but now they're awesome. Um, So total love story. They have started to allow uphill access. They kind of encourage it, and I've been there at all sorts of odd hours. They seem to allow you to just go up at any time, which is pretty liberal as far as that goes, I guess. Um, and they also encourage people to ski all over the mountain. So the entire mountain is now open. Um, and in the recent snow that we got, it, people were just skiing in every little nook and cranny. And as far as I'm concerned, that's awesome. Um, so shout out to the shapers who have totally turned that place around in terms of its attitude. Um, and it's more akin to magic now or Platicale or Mad River, um, which is awesome. All right. Wait. Reminder, everyone, 10 Barrel Brewing supports all sorts of cool shit, supports all sorts of action sports, supports all sorts of ski resort events. Their Pray for Snow Winter Seasonal raises money for POW. They've got restaurants in Portland, Bend, Boise, Denver. Uh, You can get 10 Barrel in the refrigerated sections, mostly west of the Mississippi, but who knows when it'll be back east. But get to the restaurants, get to their website, 10barrel.com, and, you know, follow them on social. Thank them for supporting the pod. Thank them for supporting all sorts of other cool shit. I'm going to go drink an Apocalypse IPA right now, and they're actually pretty good when they're a day old. So if you open it and then you forget that you opened it because you were already kind of hammered and then you wake up in the morning, you can still drink it because it's that good. Hi, Alex. This is Gene. I'm from New York. 
I've been listening to the podcast for, wow, almost all 88, maybe 89 episodes. Um, I like the format. I don't like that you left the East Coast for Vermont, but what do I dig? I really dig that you've always kept Jerry a small part of this podcast, as low-key as it is. So thank you for that. Um, what I don't dig, well, these days I really don't dig people not wearing masks and crowding together and kind of forcing their uh, belief system with regard to whether they believe there's a, a pandemic or not, but forcing it on other people. Um, and it, it kind of screwy where I live, but... I really dig the podcast. I really dig that you get out on the Marquettes. I don't have Marquettes. I have a pair of Hawks, but same thing. I, I, I'm not going to be getting off uh, for five, six hours to go skiing. That's not going to be happening. Um, but I do manage to get into the woods near me, and I do get to get some skiing in on those Hawks, and it's a, it's, it's a, it's a darn good thing. Anyway, I hope everybody's well out there in Colorado, and um, hope you're getting out and skiing as much as you can. Have a good one. Let me be clear. Uh, last season here on the Front Range above Denver, um, we had a lot of snow in the foothills, and my season went till about May 1st, and I wasn't hitting rocks every fourth turn. This year, it is extremely dry east of the Divide, and my self-imposed 35-minute drive limit uh, has made most of my zones extremely bony and haggard, and it's just not getting better. So I need the pattern to change. I need some snow on the eastern side of the divide, closer to Denver. Uh, it's starting to get obnoxious, and I'm officially disappointed, uh, but I'm sticking with it. Because it's the only way that I can continue to get out and get exercise on snow and occasionally get powder turns and still make it back in time to parent on a weekend. Hey, Pelly again, uh, calling from Bolton Valley, just 30 minutes outside of Burlington, Vermont. Um, just an observation, kind of a rant. Hopefully one of my two messages is worthy of airing, but uh, just noticing a real lack of any sort of conversation in the uh, snow sports outdoor industry, um, ski resorts, um, I, just on my feeds and stuff I follow, maybe I'm missing it, but it's 11 a.m. Eastern time, or sorry, 10 a.m. Eastern time on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and yeah, we, we got to do better, guys. Um, you know, this has always been a boon for, for ski industry business. We kind of talk about MLK with uh, you know, excitement for months in advance because it's going to be a big revenue business day. And uh, just was hoping to see a little more um, acknowledgement of what today means. Um, and haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure I'll find it. And uh, yeah, be kind to each other out there, guys. It is accurate that celebrating the life and times of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. by promoting your three-day ski and stay package is a weird fit. Uh, but it's also true that if the ski resort celebrates the life and times of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., their various Republican guests will accuse them of attacking them because the humans are broken now. Hey, Alex. This is Stash from Pennsylvania. Just got done digesting episode 88. 
Uh, we're on our hour and a half drive up to Blue Mountain, which we do every Saturday and Sunday and uh, twice during the week. So my son can train for his ski racing. So uh, I'm digging the fact that we are able to ski and these kids are able to uh, train for their race season and hopefully have the race season. A lot of sports have been canceled or postponed, put on hold. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're grateful that we can do that. Big shout out to uh, all the coaches and helpers up at BMR for uh, all the hard work and everything they do to make sure that these kids can go out and have fun and, you know, crush it this winter and every winter. Yeah, so what do I, am I not digging on? Um, stupid people. I just hate stupid people. You can't fix it. Um, but whatever. The stupid, rude, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, here's to a good 2021. Gotta be better than the dumpster fire that is 2020. And it's fact time. You can call about anything. Team, your car, your friends, your job, your relationships, your roof rack, your garage organizational hacks, that thing from your childhood that haunts you to this day, your boot sole length, any topic, or more fucking COVID and masks, I guess. But let's get this a bit broader there, gang. Okay. That's my request. Episode 90 will be on your schedule once I get at least 10 calls on whatever you dig and don't dig. 802-560-5003. Theme music by Adam Levy. Toss me those five-star Apple Podcast ratings if you want to show that you care. You'll just be one day older when you do. Email me, alex, at wintrymixcast.com if you want to make a pitch or if you have an idea. Follow on Instagram at wintrymixcast or find the show on Facebook or Twitter. Want some stickers? Hit me up on the gram and I'll send you some. Stick around for After the Beep. Goodbye. Hey there, Wintry Mix. It's Telly here at Bolton Valley. I uh, just wanted to remind everyone uh, what heroes all mountain operations personnel were throughout the Northeast um, up to this point. We just, uh, sorry about that, uh, radio in the background, getting the mountain open up here. And, man, they've just been superstars this winter. Slow start, Mother Nature, not cold enough for snowmaking, not enough natural snow all the way up until now. and. Uh, you know, we got this two feet of snow. We're all super psyched about it. People are pumped. But the only reason that we're getting a bunch of terrain open all across Vermont is because of mountain ops, lift ops, lift mechanics, ski patrol. Um, uh, I know I'm missing people here. Jeez. Um, anyway, uh, remember to thank them. Thank a groomer. Um, this doesn't happen by accident. Everyone expects everything to just turn on when the snow dumps. But the reason it turns on is because a lot of people put in a lot of long, hard hours. You know this, Alex, from your 
from your background, so want to shed a light on that. Enjoy the POW, and thank anyone who's made the mountain happen for you. They, they deserve it. You're here. I am digging on the fact that my kids are now officially back in in-person school. Oh, my God. Please keep it that way. I am not digging on the fact that eight out of ten times that I go out on the Marquettes here around town, I end up immediately having to take a dump. So I've kind of like left my my product um, kind of all over the foothills. And it just continues. I mean, I'm prepared for it now, but how do I change my internal construction <laughs> so that that's not the case? Any any tips?